Can you remember a time when you got some news, a message came to you, that really filled you with joy? I mean, not just ordinary joy, but it was over-the-top kind of joy. Joy that just really just went all over you. Well, I remember even this year, in the midst of COVID, uh, we got some good news at our house uh, when a telephone rang and we discovered that our fifth granddaughter, Willow, had been born. And let me tell you, that took this granddaddy over the top. Now, I'd heard that message, of course, four other times, and each time it had taken me over the top. You know, there are some messages that just fill us with joy. As Luke tells the story of Jesus' birth, he uses this theme that the angels announce something that will bring great joy to people. A joy that will take people over the top. Now, it's interesting that the message was delivered to probably some of the most unlikely characters, people who lived on the fringe of society, people who had absolutely no social standing, shepherds who were watching their flocks. And the angel announced to these shepherds, I bring you good news of great joy which shall be to all people. The angel assumed that not only the news that would be delivered would give joy to those shepherds, but believed that that news would give joy to everybody. Give joy to everybody. Uh, N.T. Wright, who is uh, an Anglican priest and a New Testament theologian, uh, has been instrumental in translating the New Testament as a part of a Bible known as the Bible for everybody. And that particular verse, he says that the angel now says, I bring you good news that will cause everybody to be happy. That will cause everybody to be happy. Now, you know, in this season that we've been through, we're, what, 21 months into COVID and it doesn't look like it's going to let up. You know, we've got a new variant that's out there that's just kind of raging and so forth, and, and, and we've been in the midst of COVID, and with COVID and all the difficulties that COVID has brought, we've also seen life come and waves at us with different sort of things. Like me, you've probably experienced some things in your family that's been difficult, grief maybe, some difficulties and, and turmoil. You've seen things happen in our community, things happen in our nation, things happen in our world that have caused us a bit of consternation. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some joy. Aren't you? I want, to, I want to hear some news. I want to hear a message that will take me over the top. I want to hear a message that will give me joy. Is it possible that the message that the angels announced to those shepherds can bring you and me joy? Not just ordinary joy, but great joy. Joy over the top. The news that the angels announced was a baby had been born. A baby had been born. You know, every day uh, babies are born, aren't they? And, you know, if we happen to know the family, you know, if, uh, if it's a member of our family, you know, particularly if you're a grandparent and it's a grandchild that's born, you know, that gives you great joy. Or if you have a friend, uh, uh, that, that has a baby or in their family has a baby, and you know, that brings you joy. 
but it kind of has to be a special situation to put you in that over-the-top kind of joy, right? You know, it's interesting that these shepherds didn't know the couple to whom this baby had been born. The couple was not part of their family, nor was the couple friends of theirs. As a matter of fact, they happened to be visitors. They were from up north in Nazareth, and they had come to Bethlehem. And so, really, they had little significance for the shepherds in that regard. But how the angel identified this baby that was born would be the source of their joy. The angel said that this baby was Savior, Messiah, and Lord. Savior, Messiah, and Lord. Now, news of a Savior typically brings people joy. A person who has been diagnosed with a serious disease, if that person hears of a specialist who has developed some kind of therapy that will lead to that person being made well, that person rejoices in news of learning of that Savior. If a person has been struggling with anxiety and depression, and it seems that life is being sucked out of their very soul, and they hear of a therapist who can, in a few sessions, help them to work through what they're going through, lead them out to the other side, to where their life once again has meaning and is filled with life, that's a message of joy for that person. They long to find a Savior. A couple whose marriage is on the rocks, who've been struggling just to get along and to stay together. And a friend comes to them and says, you know, my husband and I, we, 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 we were where you were, and we started seeing this counselor, and this counselor is great, and I believe this counselor can help you. Well, that message brings joy to that couple. They need a Savior. A person who is struggling because of what he has done, the failures in his life, the sins he's committed. He feels shame and guilt that just seem to be loading him down to learn that there is a Savior who forgives and sets him free is good news that brings joy. A message of a Savior is good news that brings joy. And I have good news for you. Jesus is Savior. Jesus is Messiah. Now that's a big word in the Bible, Messiah. In the Greek, it is Christ, Christos. In the Old Testament, uh, Messiah is, is the word and it literally means anointed one. In other words, it's somebody that God has set apart for a special mission. And in the Old Testament, 
there are many, many, many scriptures that look forward to the coming of a Messiah, the anointed one of God who will carry out God's mission. This Messiah will come and reign over God's kingdom forever. This Messiah will establish God's kingdom of peace and justice. This Messiah will come and set people free from the bondage and forces that overwhelm them. This Messiah will be one who makes all the difference in the world. For the ancient Hebrew, the Messiah was this bigger-than-life superhero that would usher in God's new dimension. Messiah brings joy. As you walked in, you should have been handed a little card, and on that card are multiple passages from the Old Testament that allude to this Messiah. These are messianic prophecies, prophecies or promises that point to the Messiah. Now, today I was looking through these, and I encourage you to do so and to read the Scriptures over the next few days and just let them flood your mind with with who this Jesus is, this Messiah. But I warn you, there is a typo on that. And it lists a chapter in the Bible that ain't there. (laughs) When you learn what it is, tell me, and I'll know that you've looked through the list and you've kind of examined it. But Messiah, good news that brings great joy. As I was thinking about N.T. Wright's translation, matter of fact, just after I read his translation about what the angels said, that this is great news that will bring happiness, great happiness to everybody, I was immediately reminded that there's one character in the Christmas story that wasn't very happy that Jesus was born. Do you remember who that character was? Any of y'all remember? Herod, that's right. It was Herod. You remember part of that story, how that there were these magi, we sometimes call them wise men, and somebody said that's an oxymoron, wise men. But there were these magi that came from the east because they'd seen this star in the sky, and they traveled to find this child that had been born because they believed he was born king of the Jews. And they went to Jerusalem. There they found Herod, who was the ruler over that area. And they said, we've come to worship this king. And Herod got upset. You may remember as the story continues. And he got so mad that he ended up killing all the babies in Bethlehem under the age of two. You see, I don't think Herod liked the idea of Jesus being Lord. You know, for a lot of people, and they understand what that means, it doesn't make them very happy either. You see, for Jesus to be Lord means that we submit our lives to Him. He is the one that is the master in charge of us, directing us, helping to guide us to become who He wants us to be. He sets the agenda for us. He is Lord. 
And many human beings, maybe even most human beings, we want to be the master of our own destiny. I want to call the shots for me. I want to determine what I will be and who I am and what people want, how they identify me. So to say Jesus is Lord isn't always a source of joy for people. But here is the ironic thing about Jesus being Lord. The only way that we can experience the fullness of joy that Jesus brings into our world is to experience Him as Lord. You'll never fully appreciate the joy of the salvation Jesus brings until you know Him as Lord. You'll never fully appreciate the fact that He is Messiah until you submit to Him as Lord. It's through submission to Jesus that life thrusts into us and we begin to live out its fullness and experience the great joy of God, which is really over the top. Jesus is Lord. During this Christmas season, my hope and prayer for each of you is that you will experience this over-the-top joy that Jesus brings into our world and into our lives. I pray that you experience Jesus as Savior, Messiah, and you submit to Him as Lord. And when you do, you're going to find amazing joy.